When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Phoenix Suns and the Big Three take down the Charlotte Hornets, 133 to 119. And that means, you guys, we get sexy sex. We do. It's we about do. time. It's Pretty been nice. a hot minute. Here we go. In a row. <laughs> go enjoy hey, the sexy sex. I forgot you guys got it earlier this week, but yeah, I didn't did. get to enjoy this is our it. Second, second sacks of the week. Look at us go. We're Head growing. Into the new year on the right right page. Right you know, it's, page. It's, it's fun to see the evolution of Flex with the sexy sacks. <laughs> because at first, you know, he was just kind of like, you know, I don't know I don't what to think do. He vibed with and it. then it kind of went to like a little head nod. And now he's like, all right. Mm. You know. He's like, I get it now. <laughs> by, the end of this, by the end of the season, you'll be doing the gritty back behind <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be saxophone. <laughs> I'll be doing the merengue and the salsa. Oh, man. my gosh. That would be amazing. Well, they did it, you guys, the big three. They made their second season debut. They got through the and game. And they got through the whole thing. <laughs> Woo! I think that's the, that's the bigger story than the game. Who buddy? As Travis <laughs> says in the super, with the super chat, what a weird extended preseason that was. Doing out, baby. <laughs> yeah. Can we even say we back? We need to say we here. Exactly. Right? We finally yeah. made it. I'm we not have quite arrived. <laughs> we have arrived. I thought it was a pretty solid game. There's a little bit of rust that needed to be sh- shaken off from Bradley Beal, and obviously they're going to work through some of the little tweaks that need to be made and wrinkles that need to be ironed out. But overall, I'm super happy with this game. Uh, in the words of Bradley Beal, the defense was trash. <laughs> a little bit. But, trash. But um, I thought offensively you saw some of the glimpses that you were hoping to see. I thought the ball movement was pretty crisp. Um, I don't like the lack of movement within the offense. Everything was pretty much perimeter based and then picking and choosing your spots to drive. But that's that's step one. This is step one, right? This isn't going to be this isn't going to be the final product. And I think for step one against a a pretty below average uh, Charlotte Hornets team, I thought they did very well. Very well. They held their own. Yeah, I I like the spacing. I like the gravity that you can see is clear with these guys on the court. There's a lot of things to clean up, right? They can clean some things up, but the gravity was good. And even Brad Beal, I mean, he didn't finish shots today, 
but there were there were signs of the Brad Bill we know. And once he gets his legs on them and he starts hitting them shots, I mean, I think you saw it with, with Nurk's evolution tonight. It just makes the game easier when those three guys are on the court. So good first good first uh game together. Well second game technically, but uh let's see if they can you know continue it. Yeah, didn't have a quarter under thirty points. Yep. So that's uh, look, we saw things from the offense that we were hoping. I, it's still Charlotte. I know people don't want to hear that. And Flex, you made that very clear <laughs> while we were watching the game. But this is a team that lost ten games in a row now. So I'm they I'm, did I'm play encouraged well tonight. Though I am very encouraged by what I saw, but I'm not going to claim where everything's fixed by this. But it looked much better than the, it the had. biggest thing about playing a team like this. Did you control the game from start to finish? Yep. And yes. they did. Yes. That's yes. exactly what they did. Great they point. took care of business. There wasn't really any any moment where you felt <laughs> like, oh shit, is this going to be one no. of those games? It, it was it was over within the first five minutes, pretty much. So it was a, it was a great stepping stone, and that's what this is. If you expected it to be anything more than that, then you're kind of fooling yourself. But I thought it was a great stepping stone. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree with you. So and and to your point. That's what it's supposed to be with that much talent. Mm-hmm. A game like this is supposed to be sit back, relax, wire to wire win. And they did that. And for it being, you know, just their second time together and the first time with the big six, uh, it was cool to see. Tonight was a relaxing game that we probably should have had 10 of these already. Mm-hmm. Right. If everybody was healthy. So <laughs> it was nice. It was nice to see that. Yeah. The, the offense, when you have the big three and the and the full six man rotation is is going to look better than it has because it's this team's built to score yeah but like bradley beal said uh in the post-game interview the defense was mostly trash and yeah. that's still a little bit be, a little bit okay a little bit tra- <laughs> you can't be a little bit trash no, you're either, either trash are you're or not. you are not <laughs> no you're just like, a little bit like what's a little bit trash like i half a sandwich is sitting on the ledge of the garbage yeah. can yeah. it's you, a little bit trash no you're either trash yeah. or you're you not can't be a little it was pregnant. not good defense they <laughs> get 119 <laughs> points you can't right? be a little pregnant you're yeah. either pregnant or you're not <laughs> yeah. like, totally uh, different are they a little dead <laughs> like no like trash no. and pregnancy two totally different games play <laughs> not even in the same ballpark but, come on how many kids you got uh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but, but I mean, two I know about. Uh, no, 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 come on, come on, come on, come on. Who are you? Don't hit me with a pain when I get home. Oh, 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 what the hell? Oh my oh, goodness! Flex so so gonna be on the injury report for Sunday. Flex ain't gonna be on the next show. Oh my goodness! All right, guys, let's take a look at the numbers in this one presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union, named by Forbes. What's in the box? All right, so we got, uh, listen, the Suns shot the ball incredible from the field and the three. They were 18 for 30, 60% from three. Charlotte, 23 for 46 on 50%. So they shot the heck out the ball, but the Suns were able to shoot at a better clip. Uh, field goal percentage, again, 62.2% on 46 for 74. What's surprising here is Charlotte shot 47.8%, but they took 92 shots. They took almost 20 more shots than the Suns tonight. So that's a little surprising. Uh, for you know, thirty-four to thirty-two on the assists. Uh, the glass is where the Suns won this mm-hmm. game. They dominated from beginning to end, thirty-nine to twenty-six, and that was the big Nurk factor. That mm-hmm. you know, Yusef Nurkic was dominant on the glass. We had a lot of guys crashing and helping uh, uh, from the guard position. I think. Uh, Book had what five? Uh, Book had four, four rebounds. rebounds. Yeah, so you you got help from the guards on the glass, and so that's how you. Uh, Get that type of disparity on the glass. Yeah, because Book had four, 
Grayson Allen had four. Exactly. Beal had three. KD had four. And yep. Nurk, of course, with a big 15. But then you also add in uh, seven from Chemezi Matu yeah. and two from Eric Gordon. So. Yeah. yeah and, but you had to dominate because this was a bad rebounding team uh, this whole year. So you took care of business. You did what you needed to do. And, and I like it because it wasn't. Yeah, Nurk had big numbers, but everybody else uh, participated on the glass tonight. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Outshine87 said, Trash, don't let the CGI footprint center kid hear that. <laughs> the man who eventually becomes an eco-terrorist based on those commercials. <laughs> an eco-terrorist. Look at these cups have plastic. Oh, my God. <laughs> So back oh to the goodness. numbers, I know the assists there, Flex, were pretty even on yeah. both sides, but I think that's a big one when you look at the big three specifically, right? Yeah. Devin had seven assists, Bradley Beal had seven assists, and Kevin Durant had 11 yeah. assists. I think, uh, so Gerald had tweeted out KD in the last two games, 27 assists and four ton- turnovers. KD three games prior, 14 assists, 18 turnovers. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of frustration goes a long way sometimes. Like it doesn't ball. hurt all the time. You got to take care of the ball. Um, and even tonight, still sloppy with the turnovers. Eric Gordon with four. Yeah. Um, just careless passing sometimes. They still had 15 turnovers. Uh, again, this is like, I think this is like the fourth game in a row where they've had in in the teens turnovers yeah. and the other the opponent has had less. They've been in single digits. Like, that has got to stop, man. That's got to stop, right? But other than that, like, again, I thought the ball movement was crisp. Um, They got wide open shots in just about every single possession. And then when they didn't get wide open shots, they threw it down low to Nurk, and Nurk got an easy bucket. So it was everything was flowing nice and easy. So it was cool. The the big three had 25 assists, five turnovers. I'll take that. I could take that. Any night. And, yeah, Eric Gordon weren't ideal, but – this felt like they took care of the ball better than than they had it at multiple other times. And and if they move the ball like that, especially those three guys, this team is going to be very good offensively. Even if the system isn't what we wanted, that these these three guys can can do it. And what I liked was it was distributed between those three, yeah. and it wasn't predicated on Devin Booker having to be that guy. And that was huge tonight because Devin yeah. could be more of the Devin we've right. known. That's the Lindsay biggest point it. to yeah. me, too. And we even have a super chat about it. Base God Flashy sent us one and said, Booker looked so much better with point guard role spread between him and others, allowing him to play his natural shooting guard role. He was confident again. Keep this up. When you can take a little bit of the pressure off of Devin to be the main and only sometimes facilitator, it makes a world of difference in what he's able to bring offensively. Yes. Kevin Durant in the last couple of games has really carried a lot of that load. Um, and Bradley Beal will help as well, which we saw tonight with his seven. But it makes a world of difference yeah. when you have a couple other guys that you can turn to. Well, you know, with Devin, it was interesting to watch Devin tonight because at first in like the first quarter, even the second quarter, he just looked a little, still looked like the the Devin Booker we've been seeing the last couple of games where he's a little hesitant, not as crisp, not as assertive on his jump shots, uh, didn't have that feathery touch. Yeah. But then as the game progressed, and it was, I felt like as soon as he hit that first three, that was like, that was kind of the catalyst to keep going. Yeah. I, I think he hit his first five threes yeah. tonight. And so mm-hmm. it looked like he was getting that confidence back a little bit. It sounds weird. Listen, even the, even the, the best players in the world, Every now and then we'll hit a rough patch, yeah. and they got to find it again. So it's not necessarily a lack of confidence; it's just trying to search for it and find it again. 
And then once they yeah. find it, they're usually good to go. And I thought that's what uh, Devin yeah. did tonight. Book, book's first three, me and Saul, we, we talked about as soon as he let it go, he held it longer than he normally yes. does. <laughs> he, he had a long follow-through on that one. And that's the sign of a guy that's kind of trying to figure yes. it out again. Yes. But it was right after that, it kind of went away. Maybe the second quarter, he let a couple go, and it was like, okay, I'm back. I think the Suns have done a really good job, and I'll give Frank Vogel credit here. I think he's done a really good job in the last two games to try to get Book a little bit of a little bit of rest early on in the game and try to get him going with KD and Beal initiating the offense. Mm -hmm. I think it's 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 a good thing to let you can let him be point book, but if you allow him to get that scoring groove early. Mm -hmm. And then he can transition to point book. He's more dangerous. Yeah, I love the point that you just made about the, you know, about the <clears> shot, right? Like, and if you've, have you never been a high volume shooter, or if you've never been like in the zone, like sometimes when you shoot, there's uh, there's times where you feel good, and the shots just not dropping, and you right. can't, you, you feel good, and the release is pure, but you're maybe a little too strong, or you're putting a little too much touch on it, so it comes a little short. And Devin, when he shot it, what Flex is talking about is when he shot it and he landed on the ground, he held the follow through and he waited because it was like he was like trying to make sure that he had it right. Yeah. And then once it dropped, it felt good. And then he moved on and, right. he, and, he, and he just kind of flowed after that. And it's just kind of it, like I said, it's just a little confidence thing. It's a little small thing that sometimes players do to just kind of make sure that their fundamentals are where they need to be. Their form is where they need to be, yeah. because a lot of times if you're too quick with it, you're not giving yourself a, uh, uh, enough time to assess yeah. what you're doing wrong, right? Yeah. And so he was doing that tonight, and that, that flow was was was. It's beautiful. like a self-diagnostic. Yeah. It really is yeah. when you shoot the ball. One thing that uh, I obviously have not seen Bradley Beal in this offense much at all. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd seen him in Washington, but what I've been impressed with is how quick he'll pass the ball. Like Not, not like, oh, I don't want to shoot, but he makes the right pass super quick yes. in an offense. And I think that got the ball moving more mm -hmm. tonight than we had seen. And he had a two-man game with Nurk at times out there that kind of got things going as well, which I, I think he may not be your primary point guard. Devin Booker may not be your primary point guard. But when you put the two together, yeah. it's, an, it's a very interesting combination. And you see, okay, well, this is how they kind of envisioned the ball moving in this offense. Rather than being one guy, it's, it's spread out. And I loved how quick Beal was making those right passes, even though he wasn't Shooting a lot tonight, he was making the right read. Quick. You make a great point. You know, Kevin Young is running this offense. Okay, that's this, that's, that's the a assumption. Fact. Yeah. You no, know what I, I'm I'm gonna say Kevin's running this offense. Okay, and they want to run the point five. They really yeah. want to run the same thing Monty was running last year. That's the emphasis is to run the point five. Well, Brad Bill did that terrific today. You know, get the ball and make a quick decision. I'm either going to blow by you, get up, or pass it. He did that really well. Now, the difference, th this is what I want people to understand. It's, there's a difference when you run .5 with Jordan Goodwin, and there's a difference when you do it with Brad Beal. Mm -hmm. Because he is an actual threat to do all three of those things. Yes, He is that good of a scorer. So, it, it, it looked crisp today. He looked like he was really into it and get, making quick decisions. And as time evolves, it's going to be more dangerous. If you remember his last game back, uh, this is why I knew Lindsay's bet was not going to hit tonight because <laughs> I took his first game back last time, and uh, and he he started off slow. Yeah. He didn't really look to score too much. I think in that first game back last Eight? time, I think he had like ten. Yeah, something like um, that. Yeah. And I had him for fifteen PRA, and it didn't work out. Uh, yeah, but so, I only took ten. I know, I know, but but like <laughs> it, it, it it's because he's having to try to figure it out 
as well. Yeah. Um, I thought okay. he was I thought he did a really good job of just getting the ball out of his hands yeah. um, to other guys that were a little bit more in position, a little bit more ready to shoot and score and make plays. Uh, he And again, I keep talking about this. You've heard it since you were in high school, college, and even at the professional level. Sometimes you just got to let the game come to you. And I love the fact that Bradley Beal did not try to force anything out there on the court tonight. He just took what, what the defense gave him. And when the Suns were like, hey, ISO, go go get this dude. He had a couple opportunities. Yeah. He didn't cash in on every one of them, but I really did love what the Suns were trying to do to incorporate him into the offense and how calm and relaxed he was in the middle of it. Yes. Well, and him being there did two other things. You didn't have to rely on a Josh Akogi, a Nasir Little, a, yeah. a guy like that to be number five out there with with those guys and it also allowed eric gordon and grayson allen when they were out there on the floor to just shoot right yeah. not overthinking not trying to run the point five where they had to make the quick decision they were in their element shoot that's right you mm -hmm. know now grayson can do little things too but they were more in their natural element yeah. and that's that's going to pay big Let, Let's talk well. about that. La the last pregame, me and Saul talked about, and this was without Brad Beal. We talked about how Eric Gordon and Grayson Allen combined, the sweet spot is about 25 shots between the two of them. No matter how it breaks out, I don't care if somebody shoots 20 or 5, as long as it's between the two of them, they get 25. They had 20 tonight. They had yeah. 20 tonight, and that's the Brad Beal factor, yes. right? You're gonna, he's going to steal shots. But they took 20 tonight, and I loved it. I mean, they were they were letting it go. Grayson still only had eight. Like, he had seven the last game, and he had eight today. Um, very I, efficient. Very efficient. Yeah, very efficient. They were 13 you know, of 20 combined. I love, I love it. Yeah. I love Grayson Allen. Yeah. Good God. I just – the more I watch him and the more – you know, when Brad Beal comes back, you saw a little bit tonight. Grayson Allen, again, another yeah. perfect example. He does not force anything out there. Nope. Nope. And he is just such a great – uh, he, he has a great feel yeah. for when to take his opportunities and when to pass and facilitate and just be a, a good flow. He had the best pass of the night oh, tonight. Best beautiful. pass of the night. Beautiful. That was beautiful. Beautiful. So, I, I, listen, I, I'm all in on Grayson. You all know that. Like, I, He's my favorite player on the team, straight up. Wow. 16, four rebounds, three assists, and a little average. Efficient. On eight shot. On eight shot. I mean, that's efficient, yeah. man. Good job for Grayson. Yeah, but, it, but again, it's like – Grayson Allen was coming into his own before we got the big three back. Yes. Now that the big three back is back or whatever you want to call it, it's, it's going to be even better <laughs> mm -hmm. because now Grayson's been filling himself for a hot minute and then he's going to have even more space to operate yeah. within. He's going to have more open looks and opportunities like. It's going to be a really fun time to be Grayson Allen on the Blessing is in disguise. But also, like, we talked about what he needed to do, and that was not defer when he has his mm -hmm. opportunities. Because yeah. when you defer, when you have the opportunity to score, you put your team in a bad position. Yeah. You're open for a reason. Got to take the shot. And I thought he – that's exactly what he did. Yeah. I'm not hating on Grayson Allen or Saul, you guys. I love Grayson Allen, too. I'm giving Saul crap because he says it every single day in this office that he loves Grayson Allen. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's because terrific. I think it's such a surprise for so many people, though, because none of us liked Grayson Allen before he was in, in it Phoenix. Sucks. I mean... Once he got traded to my team, I loved him. Yeah, well, I get that. That's how I ride. You but once you put my jersey on, that come yeah, along, but if but he came, your guys now. Yeah, but if he came out and shot like like we felt Landry Shamit shot, he's not our guy at that. I knew point. he wasn't gonna do that though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, uh, listen, it takes a lot for me to like a Duke guy. 
as an Arizona fan. Ah, okay, that's a good point. That's a, like it takes a lot, and the I fact feel like that Grayson... it takes a lot for you to like a guy in general. <laughs> True. And I'm not trying to throw true. shade at you it's with true. that. I mean, true. you no, have no, high he... standards for like that level of a compliment towards a player. Yeah, very true. So, very I haven't true. even gotten that yet. Now I'm going to say it, it took me three months to see if Sorry like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, we like you, I was so. genuinely not throwing shade. I just no, think no, that you I'm have joking, high standards joking. for players on your team. So the fact that you like Grayson Allen as much as you do speaks volume to what Grayson Allen has done on he, this He's clock. been calling it for a minute, and it, I, I'm, I'm saying what he's saying. I mean, he's slowly becoming one of my favorite dudes, too, because, like, he had a play today where he got the ball at the top of the key, and he could have easily deferred to book to the left, Katie to the right. He took one more dribble, did the hop step, went right to the rack mm-hmm. with it. And that shows me like, yo, I am here to do my job. I'm a grown man. I know how to play professional basketball. And y'all want me to take these shots, so that's what I'm going to do. That play right there, that's the one that you, I think you you said something on it. But you was like, I love Grayson. That's mm-hmm. the one. Yeah. I mean, that play right there speaks volumes about the type of professionalism this guy has. Yeah. He's a good basketball player, man. And he's a good dude, too, at the end of the day. Like, when you listen yeah. to him in his press conferences and things and how he handled the adversity when he first got signed to the Suns. Um, yeah. Grayson Allen, he has a bad rap, but I feel like deep down inside, he's 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 a good guy. The big three wholeheartedly trust Grayson Allen. Yes. I don't think they yes. trust everybody else as much as they trust Grayson Allen. Great I think they view point. him as as an equal to them in terms of trust factor making the right decision and not doing stupid things out there on the court. Mm-hmm. I think by far he is the one they trust the most. That is a fantastic point. Mm-hmm. And, and there's no surprise why he is the fifth guy in that lineup right yeah. now, because he's earned that trust. I couldn't agree more with Saad. That's the guy that they have, that they know is okay. They, we can go to war with this guy. Mm-hmm. I think he's surprisingly good on defense too. He's not great, no, but he's, he's, great, yeah. but he's, no but he's good. Yeah. Like he's he's yeah. good enough to to get you by at, at times. Now there'll there'll come times where there's mismatches based on that lineup, and you'll probably have to think your way through it if you're Frank Vogel. But in a game like this. His defense was passable, and then he's efficient as hell. It's it's yeah. exactly what you need out of that fifth game. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things is when companies want to hook you up with bonuses when you sign up for something um, and join their, their squad, and Desert Financial Credit Union wants to do just that. For more than 84 years, they have been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union. And right now, when you open a free checking account online, you're going to get $200 in bonuses. So get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. Also, our friends over at BetMGM have a $1,500 first bet offer going on right now. You can sign up for BetMGM using the bonus code PHNX. You place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10, and if that bet loses, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. You can check out the show notes for full details, and now you can listen to Shane Talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Get stuffed, Ontario. <laughs> All right, before we talk about my favorite player, let's talk about our bets real quick. Oh, boy. 
Is it the easy one? I took an L. Espo took an L. Flex took an L. But Saul got a dub. I keep saying it. This fucking guy is coming. Uh, pause. It's so annoying. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, you he can't pause yourself, yourself man. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> waiting. I know. This guy's on fire. I'm seeing it. He's he's the actual PHNX version of the Suns right now. He's he's I'm, on his way. He's $25 got $25 ahead. I'm so bummed right now. I tried to tell everybody, like just like the Suns, like this is a long season. You can't get too happy on the farm. <laughs> some people Lord have, won, have, have are on a, on, a, on a cold streak. I got lucky a couple times. It's because you took a Lindsay. I, I did take a Lindsay, and I'm I just tried creeping to act up like there. You and Flex. At some point, I'm going to take the lead, but that's not going to last forever. So. Can you tell them no? Well done is better than well said. Well, you know, everything he, he wants is on the other side of a hard bat. So, Espo has $148.50. I have $76.58. Saul has $51. And Flex is minus fifty-five forty-one. So, we'll keep you posted on how things go. If you got any advice, uh, drop a comment and let us know what you think. All right, let's talk about my favorite player. He's going to be our big, bright, shiny star tonight. I'm a big, bright, shining star. Look at that Yusuf guy, Nurk. Nurkic finished with 24 points, 15 rebounds, two blocks as well. He was 10 of 13 from the field. I feel like the big three, the big six, really big five, I guess, around Nurk. The six. five around, oh, around Nurk, Nurk okay. really opened things up the, for Nurk to just thrive. The Bosnian flex looked good tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at that photo. It's the Bosnian flex. I liked them shades on that guy. But... but Again, we talk gravity when you have all three of these guys around, and it opened up things down low for Nurk. And like I, I talked about earlier, he and Bradley Beal had a little two-man game going on where he was getting Nurk open looks. And, I mean, it it started right out the gates. Nurk yeah. came out, had had 10 and 10 real quick there. Uh, and and it, it just kept going tonight. I loved, I loved the energy down low. I loved that he was ready to mix it up. At one point tonight, like I, I turned to you guys. I said, at some point, he's going to kick somebody's ass. Yeah, on the court at, in in a game at some point. I love what I see from him. He had the two blocks as well. I, I know he has his flaws, but on nights like tonight, he's a hell of a lot of fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Nurk's tough, it. man. Nurk, Nurk's a tough dude, and he knows how to play basketball. What I like most about tonight was the Suns never shied away from feeding him. Mm -hmm. They kept doing it the whole game. They was like, yo, you ain't got an answer. We know we the big three, but we're going to keep feeding you until you figure that out. And that's a good sign uh, going forward because if teams are going to put that much attention on the big three and leave Nurk to operate with no guards cheating and helping and dump, yeah, he's going to have a field day. Nurk's a big boy. And that's another trust thing. You talk yep. about Grayson, they trust Nurk. In those yeah. situations, too. They don't go away from him in the second half because they trust that he's going to get the job done. Yeah. You know what's so funny about we heard about Nurk is that he'll have up and down games. Mm -hmm. But I feel like his up and down games are wildly different from DeAndre Ayton's up and yeah. down games. Yeah. Because I feel like the the floor and the ceiling are not as wide apart as with DA. Like DA would have, you know, he would have 10 points one game. Some games he had 25, 30, right? Nurk has been kind of like that 10 to 18 for the most part, just yep. about every single game. Yeah. And then when when it doesn't work out for him, they usually like defer to somebody else. So he's not on the court as much. But I mean, I, I love his facilitation. He's been great on the court. He's been a I, I, I like what he brings to this team every single game. I think the difference with D.A. too, Saul, is that 
Nurk knows when he's when he's not scoring, there are other ways to help this team. And he does that with the way he passes the basketball, the way he sets screens, the way he spaces the floor. And so when he does have a bad game, you look and it may be eight points, but he got seven dimes. And you're like, okay, it's not so bad then, right? And so you're right. The ceiling and the floor is a little different, but he's kind of living in the middle consistently, and I'm cool with that. If he stays right where he's at, we're in a good spot. Yeah. yeah. I also really love the fire that you get from Nurk. Um, not only in moments like Tommy brings up you see that guy push him from behind not only in moments like that but just throughout the game i feel like nurk always plays with a little bit of an edge yeah but he's also not afraid to shy away from like contact like we saw in that situation where he stood up for himself but also there was a point in time tonight where i feel like he got his own rebound three times and there were four guys around him and he was just battling through until yeah. the whistle blew. He almost or, got his nose broken yeah, on that play. Like yeah. he wasn't going to stop. And I just, I really appreciate that about Nurk. Um, and I feel like he's also like a, a teammate's, like he, like you're his guy when you're on his team. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like well, you can feel it on the court. And then of course the social media shenanigans are the same idea. I mean, who did Book get into a kerfuffle with um, on Christmas? Was it... Uh, uh, Grant Williams, Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah, Williams, Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Nurt goes in the comments on social and was like, "I'm taking notes, basically." Like, <laughs> my God. like I feel like Nurk is playful about it, but he, it's genuine. Like, yeah. you're my guy. Like, I've got your back in every situation. Not even just like drama on the court, but actual basketball as well. Like, like he knows that. he's going to be there for you. So I yeah, appreciate I like that. that a lot about Nurk. Did he break the Bradley Beal news today on social too? He did. They, the Suns even used his tweet in in their uh, in their post uh, about it on a picture of, of Bradley Beal. I, just, I love I love a guy that'll have fun yeah. on social, not take things too seriously with that stuff. To understand that it's there to basically have some fun and clown on some people. I yeah. Mean, mm-hmm. So yeah, hundred um, percent. But shout out to Nurk for being our big bright shiny star. Excited to see. What more can come for him uh, with more health on this squad? But he is definitely in the inner circle of the big three. And if you want to join a really great inner circle, you can check out our friends over at Circle K. They have a free membership program, and you can save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups. You can save three cents per gallon every day after that. And they also offer a ton of other discounts and coupons throughout the year. So join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. And when you go to Circle K, you can always pick up your Arizona Lottery scratchers. They start at just $1 and top prizes are up to $500,000. So go out and buy your holiday scratchers today. You can find a retailer, like I said, like our friends at Circle K by visiting ArizonaLottery.com. Now, you must be 21 or older to play. I, mean, and, uh, I, I, suge- I, I screwed up. Why? I screwed up. Why? I brought up DA, oh, and now like man. people are in the chat losing their minds about blah, blah, blah. Like, bro, it's not that serious. Not we that don't care serious. about we don't care about him anymore. Like, it's over. I just was using it as a comparison to Nurk and what he's bringing to the table right now in comparison to their 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 fluctuation, if you will. Um, over the, the last couple of years. You know what I mean? Because Nurk had the same thing. 
If you talk to Portland fans, they yeah. talked about how wildly inconsistent he was too, and I think he's evened out a little bit. That was my point. Yeah. Maybe I didn't uh, illustrate that enough, but like, it, and it's like if you bring up Da or if you say KD had a bad game, you're going to get attacked. And it's like mm-hmm. everybody, it's not that serious. Calm down. You don't have to be like AJ the asshole in here in this fucking chat <laughs> and and come at people uh, all sideways because you will get kicked out. So just want to say that. I also think, though, um, when you talk about Nurk and DA, like, I think it's still a fair thing to kind of compare the two because at times still throughout the season, we do, it does get brought up. You know, when Nurk has a bad game or DA has a really good game, it's inevitable that it's kind of going to get brought up. That hasn't happened yet, though. Um, No, yes, it has. (laughs) Um, But like the front office was saying when the move was made, Nurk just fits this squad better. In their opinion. And I tend to agree with them. With the squad that they have right now, I think Nurk fits it really well. Yeah. Um, so that's all it was. Okay. But anyway. Yeah, I don't people bugging. Moving on. You want to give out some more flowers? Sure. Why I know not? I know two of you probably aren't gonna like this one, but tonight we gave our PHNX factor to Eric Look Gordon. At his picture. Congratulations to Eric <laughs> like, Gordon for being us. our X Factor. <laughs> like, I know what you two are going to say. I know what you're going to say. He does. He already knows. He's skeptical. He that finished with 21 points tonight. One assist, two rebounds. Yes, he had those four turnovers, but he had seven three-point buckets. He only shot three-pointers. He was he seven of 12 from the field. Threes. And they were all threes. Yes. And I... Look, I said this when you know, when he talked about the touches and everything uh, after the, the only getting two shots. I said, your only job is to go out there and shoot threes. I don't want to see you, you know, try to take it in. No, just stand there and pull. He was hesitant. Yep. He was thinking too much tonight. He stood there and he launched. And that's what you want from him. And the 21, uh, all from three-point land, is exactly what you need from Eric Gordon to be that guy. I get yeah. it. I get where you're going to go with uh, with it, but I think for me, <laughs> this offense works when you have Eric Gordon firing at will. Uh, EG was fine tonight, man. He let him go. He did his job. That's what he's supposed to do. I hate the little stupid turnover still. I, I think it, it really is still something that we can't ignore. Like, he, he just does it over and over and over. He had four tonight, mm-hmm. four turnovers. Uh, a couple of them led to three-point baskets. EG's fine. He just let him go. Keep it simple, dog. Yeah. When he does that, he's terrific. Like just keep it simple and shoot the basketball. Legit. Only shoot threes. I don't need you to pass. I don't need you to dribble. For real. I don't need you to go to the hoop. I just need you to stand there and shoot the three. I need yeah. you to make them too. Yeah. Well, yeah, that helps. Yeah. 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 Talk to me too. No, I think you said it all. <laughs> okay, well, let me add a few other reasons why I handed out the X Factor to Eric Gordon, because uh, congratulations are also in order. Eric Gordon uh, moved to 18th all-time in three-point makes. He passed J.J. Redick, who is at 19th, and he is just shy of passing Joe Johnson at 17th as well. That's a big-time record. Hold on, did she just say she named him the X Factor? Well, we were fighting. <laughs> we were fighting, and I said yes, and you were on that's, my side. That's, that's, I think it's really. But then I fought against the two side. of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, like, I mean, when it, when, it's, when Lindsay wants something, she gets it. 
This is facts. <laughs> what do you mean, listen? So uh, don't fight it. Uh, is there anything else it. you want, Lindsay? Anything because else you're going like to, to decree? One more thing. Okay, go to ahead. To the conversation. Okay. So Shane Young on Twitter had shared this as well. This is Eric Gordon's 19th career game with seven or more threes. Three behind Paul George, ten behind Ray Allen. Okay. So it's not an easy thing to do. You to know what that tells me? Well, you know what game. that tells me, Lynch? What does that tell Every me? Every stat you just read out to me tells me shoot the damn basketball. And that's what he did. And that's it. Yeah, no, that's, and what, that's he did. what he did. You know, I'll give you another stat. Okay. He, I'll give you another Eric Gorn stat since we just love it on my boy EG right now. <laughs> you know, he's got 11, 35% seasons shooting from three, which is. Only two behind Steph Curry at 13. And, and three behind KD for the most and KD ever at 14. At 14. Correct. So, did, so again, you, hey, bro, like, that's what you do, homie. That's what you get paid for. That's why you're in the lead. Let them go and cut all the other stuff out. Don't yeah. dribble. Just jack threes. That's yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, that's the reason why he's not. <laughs> yeah. I, they tested him out as kind of that pseudo backup point guard guy mm -hmm. uh, or hybrid guard, you should say. I, I, I wouldn't say they just single-handedly gave him yeah. the point guard. And it didn't work out. Like, it just wasn't going anywhere because he's not a facilitator. No. He's never been a facilitator. Never. And so, and, and, and because he's, he's getting up there in age, he's not as you know, I, for lack of a better word, flexible as he used to be. Yeah. And so Agile. shooting the three is his main this is his main thing. Like you got to shoot the three when you're wide wide open. So um, I, I like that he does that. I don't like when he tries to force things. When he tries to take to the hole on big guys. When he tries to you know nutmeg a guy or whatever. <laughs> like it's just it doesn't it never works. Yeah. So just shoot the three or pass the ball. Yeah. To a wide open teammate, fundamental style. That's yes. it. But he was really good tonight, Lynn. Seven threes. I ain't. That's that's not. not yeah. I mean, it's, no, no. I'm, I'm Seven saying of that. Twelve. Like, yeah. No. That's that's good. That's good basketball, man. So if he can keep doing that and cut the turnovers out, I love what I'm getting from him. Also, I don't think that KD or Book could be an X factor either. No, none of the big three can be an X factor. The X factor is no. a guy that you don't necessarily expect the game from, or or that you don't have. Like that doesn't do it every single night, I get that. all I get the that. time. Yeah. I get like that. I expect thirty-five from Devin Booker. I expect twenty-five or more from no. KD. Yeah, like right. I, those, those. That's just like a given to me at this point because they're superstars. They can't be X factors in my opinion. You no, yes, fair. That's how I feel about it. Um, okay, so we have a couple super chats that we will get to now. The first one is from. Uh, we've got, we did those ones. The first one is from Submerged Suns fan. Thank you so much. They said, the Bosnian beast dude was efficient. Yeah. Yes, yes he was. Sure was. My Kafka sent us one. Thank you. They said, Christmas Day. I said, Katie needs to pick. Can you stop unstarring them while I'm reading them, please? Thank you. <laughs> Christmas Day, I said, Katie needs to pick up his game or come off the bench. Since then, Katie has played two of his best games with back-to-back. Ten-plus, ten-assist games, and Suns are 2 and a coincidence. You put baby in the corner. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. I'm... Every time I read it, and then it jumps, and I don't know where it's at. All right, so, so we just got to leave him there. Who's this, Mike Kafka? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> All right, so you got some interesting things in there, but you lost me with the KD coming off the bench thing, man. I mean, he scared him. He scared KD straight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen, I do, right. I do agree that the little bit of frustration that we got from KD around all the shenanigans around Christmas 
probably was a positive. Maybe a little, little bit of a fire under his ass to just be even more than what we normally get from KD. Yeah. I don't think that you could, in your right mind, really think that KD should come off the bench. I, I do want to say this. I don't even, I couldn't even imagine the thought of all the players on the team if Vogel was like, KD's coming off the bench tonight. <laughs> like, you lose the locker room. You probably lose the franchise and the fan base too. Like, no, you, you, you lose your job. As soon that as you too. Say like, that's I wanna, just, I yeah. wanna know this though. Who put somebody in in the corner better, Mike Kafka with KD or Lindsey with Rudy? <laughs> I mean, who who really set somebody straight better? <laughs> Sorry, Eric. We appreciate Sorry. you on starring things over there. <laughs> um, all right, next one from Go To Tech Reviews. The rough patch of games has galvanized four to ten. Huh? That's the what it four, says, right? Four through ten, the rotation. Oh, four through ten. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, I read that as like a score or a record. <laughs> a record and yeah. I was like, I don't get that. Four through ten, that makes more sense. No, it, it really has. I mean, that's, again, blessings in disguise. You go through all this crap, and then you get healthy, and you get some better town around you. And they came into this game with the big three. Kind of already feeling good about what the next eight guys should be, right? You add Brad at night, but he he stuck to his guns. We wanted him to kind of follow up with Azabuke and Saban Lee and Metu, and he stuck with it. And I'm seriously thinking right now, I don't give a damn who we play. That Those are the guys that should be playing. Like, I know a Kogi didn't play tonight, and Nasir Little didn't play tonight. Jordan Goodwin played one minute. Right. I, I'm saying... Stick with what's working. These guys are playing their asses off, and it's starting to look like it makes sense. I Don't get too crazy I, with it. I loved Matu being the guy that they brought in for KD yep. and and running him with uh, some book and some Beal yep. out there too, and he responded well. was another guy very yep. efficient. Uh, two or three on the field, four for four from the free throw line, hit, hit his only three. Had those seven rebounds. Like I, I, I like him in those that, that night 15 20 minute range going in there and doing that. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I'll give Azubuke credit two or six minutes. Mm -hmm. Didn't have anything other than the two blocks, but he brought that energy again, had those two defensive uh, stops. Uh, they were, they were solid six minutes and you didn't bring in Eubanks at all tonight. And you can kind of get away with it because, <clears throat> you know, Charlotte doesn't have, any kind of dominant center, but That's what he, happened. he went out and there they, and played well. And he slid Metu to the five mm -hmm. in some spots. Yeah, because yeah, Charlotte they was trying small. to go small. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my caucus sent us another one, and they said I was being a smartass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate you. All right. The next one we will read comes from Lee Adolfo. They said, my first super chat, I'm a truck driver in AZ and always catch the game. Let's go, sons. Oh, and Espo over Woj. Oh, damn. Okay. That's right. a big time, Espo. Let's right. go. That's I've been weird. breaking that news like Where nobody's did you been. Go? <laughs> Thank you for your first ever super chat and for being here with us. Appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Adrian sent us one. Thank you, Adrian. They said, hi, folks. Good win. What do you guys think is the over under on wins in a row? Go effing sons. Five. Ooh. Five? I'll go seven. Seven? seven? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
What okay. are we at? Two? Yeah. I'll go two and a half. I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to split the difference and say six then. Okay. I'll split that one. All right. We have one from Leo. Leo, thank you. They said, I thought Nurk's BB tweet was about Bulbul, LOLJK. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Leo. Oh, Leo. That'd be uh, awesome if it actually was. <laughs> He's like, I really like what Bulbul was doing at Shooter at. <laughs> <laughs> go to Tech Review sent us one and they said, Best Beal moment, quote, our defense was trash. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. A little. A little like trash. That. I love Speaking that. of which. A little trash. Speaking of which. Yeah, we did hear from Bradley Beal yeah. after tonight's game. Here's what he said about finally being back with his squad and working through all the adversity. Well, I'm usually a little faster with ankle sprains. This one was really tough. This one was, I, I really, I really twisted, I really tweaked this one. Um, so for me, it was, it was definitely frustrating. Um, you know, dealing with the back and then coming back and feeling good in that New York game and second play of the game, I'm out and that can't make it up. You know, it's, it's unfortunate, but, um, I think it, it definitely just helped challenge me a little bit more, um, challenge my faith a little bit more. And just for me, it's, it gave me a little bit more of an open lens of just looking at the dynamic of the team, where I can fit in and how I can contribute. Happy to have Bradley Beal back out there on the court. And to talk more about Beal and his second debut, it's time. In the darkness, beyond the light, there shall only be one. Welcome to From an undisclosed location. <laughs> or not at all. Or maybe not at all. Where's yeah. Gerald? Oh, hey, guys, <laughs> Hi everybody, how you doing? My guy. Better than you, I think, at this point, uh, since you're stuck at home. But the good news is you still got to watch the Suns game. They got a W. You still got to hear from players and coaches. We just heard the clip you sent over from Bradley Beal. What was your overall thoughts on Bradley Beal returning to action tonight? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you just look at the raw numbers, like it wasn't anything overly impressive, but you look at what the big three were able to do from a playmaking standpoint, how well they were able to take care of the ball, the spacing that everybody was working with out there. You know, you look at Nurkic's big point totals, that was a direct product of all the gravity around him opening things up in the middle. Um, so I, I was really enjoying watching this game. Obviously, you take it with a grain of salt because it is the Charlotte Hornets, but um, you know, this is kind of what the Suns have been envisioning this whole time. And it was good to see glimpses of what they'll hopefully be able to build on. And, and hopefully these guys can all stay healthy because this was the first time we've seen kind of their top six guys all available in the same game. And it was beautiful offensively. You know, Beal said in the in his postgame interview on TV that the defense was a little bit trash. But like, honestly, that's the side of the ball that's going to take more work to build, more reps to build. So Overall, I thought it was pretty good, and I thought the Hornets hit a lot of tough threes as well. So this is kind of the the linchpin moment we've been waiting for, and now it's just a matter of building on it. Yeah. I, you say it's only the Charlotte Hornets, and I said a similar thing, but it, it wasn't necessarily well-received by our friend Flash. It sounds different when you say it, G. You say it more politely, G. It wasn't well received uh, by by the chat either. Like everybody thought we were being negative right off the bat. Like, well, I the think case. the reason why it's not well received is also because 
We also got our butts whooped by the Spurs and the Trailblazers. So I don't care if it's the Hornets or not at this point. There you go. As a Suns fan right now, a win is a win, regardless of who it comes from. Yeah. Or over. Daryl, I agree with you. (laughs) Yeah. and, and, And I think it's okay to acknowledge that it's just the Hornets, but also acknowledge like this team needs to have reps against anybody. They could be playing the Washington Generals out there. And right now I wouldn't care as long as they get the requisite reps together to build on it. So that's my biggest thing. And Bradley Beal touched on this a little bit in his postgame comments. He was talking about how in the NBA, sometimes fans have unrealistic expectations. You know, they see a guy, so many guys in the league right now averaging 30. You see a couple of guys average a triple-double and they think that that's just supposed to be the nightly standard. And in reality, anybody can be anybody on a given night in this league. And when you have a team that has three superstars like the Suns do, you're going to get opponents' best shots on most nights. Um, This is a Hornets team that hit 15 threes last night against the Lakers as well. So it's not just a Suns thing. Like there's talent across this league. The NBA is as talented as it has ever been. And as much as the Hornets have a bad record, like there aren't many teams in the NBA anymore that you can just kind of look at the schedule and be like, oh yeah, that's a 20 point win. Yeah. G, I'm sorry. I got a question, G. When I, I, I like what Frank has done the last two games, and today with Bill, it was pretty uh, obvious. Starting the game with guys like Kevin Durant and Brad Bill initiating the offense, getting Book off the ball a little bit. Looks like he looked a, more, a little bit more comfortable today, a little bit more freer. I think it allows Devin Booker to be the assassin that Frank knows he can be, and he called, he said that in an in a, in a interview at one time, and then selectively become point book. And I, I think that's the best version. Did Frank talk about it? Did you hear any comments on that uh, in post game about getting Book off the ball a little bit more? Not on that directly, but he did kind of touch on something you're bringing up, um, that Kevin Durant as a playmaker has been really good these last two games. You know, we were talking about the three prior games. He had committed, I think, 18 turnovers. And in the last two games, it's only been four turnovers to, what, 27 assists. So he's been really great in that point forward role. He knows how to operate out of double teams. And I think part of that is something that Frank has talked about a lot with Beal out that like once Brad comes back, we're going to be able to play book off the ball more and have more of this multiple ball handler attack that we've been kind of teasing all year long, but haven't been able to actually use. Um, so we saw it tonight. We even saw it before Bradley Beal came back by just putting the ball in Kevin Durant's hands a little bit more earlier. And I think the results have been really good. You know, I, I know some people saw Kevin Durant's shot totals and, and wanted him to still shoot more, but like, At the end of the day, I think Kevin Durant will be perfectly happy with being able to put up 20-some easy points on super high efficiency and also distribute the ball with the team scoring near 130 points. Like, that's his ideal balance. He's a guy that said he doesn't want to take 20 shots a game. So um, I I did like that Book has been able to pick and choose his shot spots more and be more of a scorer primarily the last couple games. What did Book say about just having Beal back and and what that does for them as a squad? Yeah, he was kind of, someone asked him about, is it an adjustment, like getting used to having the open shots that you're getting? And he said, yeah, it's an adjustment, but I'll take it. So (laughs) he's he's very glad to have Bradley Beal back. Um, He was saying, you know, this it's a game changer having all of us out there. You saw the spacing. It felt as good as it looks in terms of the driving lanes that are there, the passing lanes, the 
you know, when, when the ball makes that extra pass and it's like Kevin Durant or Bradley Beal in the corner. And as a defense, you really have a hard time with that sort of thing. Cause you're either closing out on a great corner shooter or you're trying to keep them from driving and they can do either one. So uh, he was very happy with the flow. I think all of the guys were Vogel and Beal mentioned it as well, that just the way that that ball is moving, that's kind of exactly what they're going for. Um, and again, you got to take quality of opponent into account here, but these are things, these last two games that you can build on against even better opponents for sure. Well, I also think that, you know, the, the level of the opponent typically for, for the superstars in this league raises their level of play as well. We're going to find out mm-hmm. on Sunday because Orlando's no slouch. They can score mm-hmm. just as good as anybody else. One of the surprises in the league, they're a solid team. They played very well in the East. So it's going to be a much different game, I would assume, on Sunday uh, from a competitive standpoint than it was tonight. Uh, so I'm interested to see how Beal um, reacts uh, in that game. I have a feeling, and you tell me this, Bradley Beal is going to be a lot more assertive uh, come game two, just like he was the last go-around and the go-around before that. Yeah, you know, he actually touched on that in his post-game comments. He said he felt I was a little bit too passive out there. I think I can still be more aggressive, but um, part of it is just kind of getting over that mental hurdle of, yes, your ankle's fine. Like, mentally, you can do the things you did before. Um, and there's only one way to do that, and that's by getting back out there. So I think for Beal, tonight was a positive first step in kind of shaking off that mental block, shaking off some of the rust. Um, and he'll probably need to be more aggressive against the Magic team. That's one of the best defenses in the NBA so far this season. They got a lot of length, so they're going to need all of their offensive weapons, and it's a good early test for this group. You know, we joked around a little bit about Bradley Beal saying the defense was trash, but how did Frank Vogel react to it? Because it wasn't it wasn't a great defensive performance this evening, and obviously that's his area of expertise. Did he touch on what he thought the defense was tonight. Yeah, I mean, he said we've still got to be better, and he was talking about with Nurkic, um, they've been working on a lot of different coverages, a lot of different angles to attack those pick and rolls on when he is up to the level of the screen. But um, I think for his part, especially when it comes to another guy dropping 40-plus points on the Suns, like Rozier, some of the shots he were hitting were really tough. Like there's not a lot you can do about some of the – step back fading away like offside threes that he was throwing up there um i I do think it's one of those situations where you need to make a good offensive player feel you earlier so that they don't get in that type of rhythm but rosier didn't exactly come out like shooting the lights out it just kind of slowly built as the game went on and you know that's an area where having a josh akogi available would probably help you we know jordan goodwin is not really in the rotation right now. Um, so that's a tough task for Grace and Allen to kind of be that guy. But I think they're okay with trading offensive firepower for some of that defense because when you have Grayson with the big three, that just opens up a whole new world of spacing that we haven't really been able to see all season. So I, I think everyone's very much aware the defense has to be better. But this is, again, this is a team that hit 15 threes against the Lakers just last night as well. They've been shooting the ball really well recently for whatever reason, and I think they kind of carried over some of that momentum into Phoenix tonight. Gerald, any final thoughts before we let you get back to your uh, quarantine? No, I'm just glad that the sky is not falling for one night. We don't have to fire anybody. We don't have to trade anybody. We're we're okay for now. Now it's just a matter of building on it and showing 
everybody, okay, yes, we can sustain this against better teams. And I'm excited to see that process play out. I love that Gerald's so optimistic while it ho- stuck at home. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Gee, I love it, man. Way to thug it out, man. Feel better, I mean, my guy. Listen, at least we got a Suns win, Gerald. That makes it a lot better, right? Always makes it better. And I am asymptomatic, so nobody worry. I'm feeling just fine. That's yeah. what's up. He's just That's doing his up. due diligence to keep us all safe. And we appreciate <laughs> you for that, Gerald. Uh, guys, don't forget to give Gerald a follow on social at Gerald Borgay. And, of course, read all of his writing over at gophnx.com. Bye, Gerald. See you later. Thanks, guys. See ya. Also, make sure you check out our friends over at Four Peaks. Sports is just not the same without a Four Peaks in hand. You can visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events that they have going on. You can also give them a follow on social at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. I'm dying, but you must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. And make sure you check out our friends over at Gila River Resorts and Casinos and all they have to offer. Uh, Their state-of-the-art gaming floor has over 800 slot machines, 15 blackjack tables and live tables, and Arizona's largest casino sportsbook. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit playatgila.com for more information. All right, we have a couple more super chats to look at here. The first one is going to be from the anonymous Buddha. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. They said EG was getting hate for no reason for speaking pure facts. This lineup of book, KD, Allen, EG, and Nurk is something special. Do you think there are games Beal comes off the bench? No. No. I would guess no. No. But I think Eric Gordon is the perfect person to come off the bench. I know in the pregame show, somebody in the chat was saying, he doesn't play as well coming off the bench. I thought he played really well tonight. Fine tonight, yeah. Um, and it allows him to just do what he does best: shoot the three. Yeah. So, and just because he doesn't start doesn't mean there won't be some games that he isn't in there at the end. I yeah. Mean, you yeah. can see Grayson not be in there if Beal has foul trouble or or something. Uh, you know, you could see EG close things out, but he's not going to start over Bradley Beal. No, he's not getting that no, twisted. He's no. not a better player than Bradley Beal in any way, shape, or form. He's just no. not. Um, you know, and EG, and, and what EG said to me was ill-timed. It might not have been wrong, but it was ill-timed because yeah. he had been getting plenty of opportunities mm-hmm. to be able to score and, and shoot and be able to 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 play at a high level. And there had been a lot of games where he had not played up to that level. And so you can, like I said, the trust factor wasn't there with him and his teammates and trusting that he was going to take those open shots sometimes. He ended up opting to penetrate and it wasn't working out. And so uh, they tweaked some things and he's been getting a lot more wide open threes now. Um, and, and it's been paying off the last two games. I'm sure it'll continue. It's just, like I said, it was just ill-timed. So Crispy yeah. Haynes on his podcast with Mark Stein today was talking about this because he's the one that got the quote from yeah. from EG. And he said simply, he said it was simply because Frank Vogel had brought up the fact before they talked to the players in his postgame presser that he needed to get Eric Gordon more involved. Two touches wasn't enough. And that's yeah. the way the question was phrased, and I think when you when you hear that, and if I'm asked, yeah, Frank Vogel said he needs to get you more touches, and and yeah. you know, two isn't enough. 
and then you're asked that, and yeah. then you answer yeah. that way. Okay, I think that it's a sense, little though. different yeah. than, for sure. Uh, but but again, context is context lost when it's you. just presented the way it was. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it sounds like he's being very selfish in the way he's talking. I think it's fair to say. Let, I mean, because we're saying it. Let EGBEG get him those shots and let him shoot. Like, yeah. and uh, and I think when you hear it in that context, it may have just been more. He was just trying to say that, you right, know, which for sure. I think is a fair assessment too. So agree. Yeah. Again, a lot sounds worse through the prism of you've lost to Portland, you struggled against Washington. You know, Christmas Day is a mess. You know, there's yeah. a lot changes the the perspective on it mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Larry Lewis sent us one. Thank you, Larry. They said, and to think, two games ago, everyone was ready to blow it up. <laughs> eyeball emoji. Eyeball emoji. I'm, to be yeah, fair, Larry, yeah, Larry, I'm with you. Fair, there was a lot of people ready to blow it up. Hold on, not y'all, ago, not y'all, I'm not talking about y'all. No, 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 I'm not talking about any of y'all. Two games ago, things were in a really rough spot. They've done a good job in these last two games to turn things around and make it more fun and provide a better product, but let's not act like it wasn't bad. Oh, I don't think Frank Vogel not and it. Kevin Young are sitting comfortable yet. No, oh, absolutely no, no, no. not. Listen, you know, win or lose, win or lose, like one of the things that's great, like we all have different perspectives, mm-hmm. right? And, and you know, Flex is a very positive dude. Um, I'm, I'd probably skew a little bit more pessimistic. I'm a miserable I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say negative. It's just I, I need to see it depending on the day. <laughs> I need to see it and and I need you to affirm it for me to be all all in on it, right? Hmm. But I'm not also going to just dog you just because because you lost a game. There are sometimes there are games where teams will lose or the Suns will lose and I actually thought that they played a very good game. Yeah. The other team just played a little bit better. Yep. And that's okay. And then there's other games where it looks like they don't even show up. And yeah. that's not okay. That's like, not, yeah. and so you gotta you gotta figure out the difference between the two. If you want sunshine and roses, and you want fucking cotton candy and churros, they'll go to fucking Disneyland because <laughs> it ain't gonna be here. But oh. like, we're gonna tell it like it is, yeah. And we're gonna do our very best to be as positive as possible, find the good spots. But there's also gonna be some things that we're gonna call out that we thought need to improve, just like you guys do. If you just read the chat, yeah. it's always good and bad, no matter win or loss. Yeah. There's always something positive. There's always something negative. I feel like we reflect that just as much as you guys. I will say it it was probably too far if you were uh, if you were on the trade machine trying to figure out trades for Kevin Durant or Devin yes. Booker. Yes. Thank you were too far. Yeah. That was a bridge. You were a little too, too far. far. There was already people oh. talking about trading Devin Booker, and I was that like, bro, yeah. what are we doing? Well, right and now? I, have I mean, <laughs> that is I mean, tonight, asinine. I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but just now in the chat, I don't know who said it, but dude said, can we trade Bill for Tay Rozier? I'm like, what? Like, come on, man. Like, that might have been a joke, but the point is there were a lot of people saying stuff like that. That wasn't, they weren't trying to make a joke. They were dead serious. Like, yo, this KD and Book, and I'm like, come on, guys. I'm going to make it very clear for me, too. I had, for years, for five years, I had to put lipstick on a pig. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to tell you that things look better when they don't. And in a situation like we saw, I'm going to be very honest because I had to shovel that, you know, in my time there. Oh I'm not doing it anymore. Gosh. All right. We have to address this. C. Watts in the chat is out of control. What's he saying? My guy. They are so upset about Bradley Beal calling their defense a little trash tonight. About, like, 
What's so bad about that? It He's was. like, he, C says, you can't come back one game and then call your defense trash. Yes, you can. Yes, you he can. participated in 100%. it. If he thought well, the defense was a little bit trash, it's up to him to say the defense was a little bit trash. What? My goodness. Oh, and man. You're a mess. I mean, we wow. sat there. Oh, Jesus I mean, Christ. we sat there wow. and watched it the last handful of games, and it was trash. He sat there and watched it, too. Wow. And then tonight, he participated in it. Like, bro, it's if, 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 I'm sorry. Over over us, over you fans, over everybody else that's not in that team. If a player on the team yes. says our defense was trash, what do you even mean? What the fuck are we gonna say to change that? That's true. It's their it's the, it's their truth. If they feel like people weren't lining up and doing the things that they needed to do. What are we even talking about? He could be talking about himself. He's yes, the new guy, 100%. and he's missing rotations. Maybe he's saying, "Yeah, defense a little trash." He may be just taking a shot at himself. Oh man! And, yeah, come on, guys. Let, you're being me, sassy, and I don't appreciate it. Let me put this in full jersey. If it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, the defense sucked tonight. All right? <laughs> a little bit. I like that. All right, back to super chats. Anyway, sorry. Could handle it. Uh, go to tech review. I think review. that's the first time you've ever gone somewhere in the chat. I think so. Uh, you got me. So kudos to you for that one. <laughs> go to tech review. Said <laughs> in the SpongeBob font, Katie is frustrated in Phoenix. He really dot, is. Dot, dot, dot. I feel like you got to do the SpongeBob. The- <laughs> when, uh, when, when, when that happens, you got to do the full SpongeBob. Oh for the audio, I made the SpongeBob uh, stance and face. I, I think KD is really. Hey, listen, a little bit of frustration. Like I said, yeah. you got two really solid games after that. So I'm mad about it. I was surprised to hear. I did not realize yeah. this. Maybe everybody else heard this. I did not hear it. That. Um, that, that it got a little contentious on uh, on the sideline in, against the Rockets in the first half. KD uh, yeah, was was upset and and guys kind of vented right there on the sideline and they fixed it. And KD even talked about it. they talked about it in the pregame show tonight about how they 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 managed it, they got through it, and they figured things out. And sometimes uh, when you when you have to yell at each other, it's okay to air it out in those moments because it will end up fixing things sometimes, not all the time. Uh, and I, again, I think everybody was frustrated. It wasn't just KD. And that's the thing that yeah. just irritates me uh, and irritates all of us. It's like, it's not just KD that was frustrated. Huh. We know book was frustrated. We know the coaching staff was frustrated. We know the front office was frustrated. All the other players are frustrated because nothing is aligning the way that they hoped it would here initially, but hopefully it will. And things will change and they will find a flow and they will, they will resemble one of the best teams in the NBA like we thought they would at the beginning of the season. But it has obviously been a little bit more of a chore than we expected. That doesn't mean that they won't get there. Yeah. So yeah. just, it's going to be all right. I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Lance. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think homie at the beginning of the show nailed it when he said it felt like a 30-game preseason. Yeah. Like, and and unfortunately, that's what it feels like, and that's what it damn might, might actually be. But uh, now it's time to move on. Like, we got two games of good basketball, and we got a nice five-game homestand remaining, right? Let's see what happens, and let's evaluate this team in about, uh, you know, 10 games. All right, next Super Chat, Larry Lewis uh, says, what do we got to do to get all five of you in the studio? First of all, that's probably never going to happen because we don't have the technical capabilities to have five people. What you got to do, Larry Lewis, is buy us a bigger studio. Yeah, I mean, like super big, right? Uh, and, and so, So there's that, number one. Number two, you'll notice from time to time, it might even be three or two of us on the show. Hell, 
One time it was just one person on the show, right? It's not because we pick and choose. It's not because we pick and choose. Oh, they lost. I don't want to be on the show. No, we have assigned roles every single game, every single night. But sometimes, especially in the last two weeks, people get sick or the holidays happen and people take vacations. We're normal people. So that'll happen from time to time. So when you don't see somebody on a show, it's not because they selectively said, I don't want to be on a show because they lost or won. It's because... It just was the schedule. I call bullshit. My solo game, <laughs> when they lost, I'm pretty sure you all went, I'm good. No, I'm, good. I'm not doing it. I mean, Especially listen, Gerald, listen. who was here till halftime and then was like, <laughs> the voice can't go. Listen, I, was I at home and did I turn on the post game and see that you were solo at like 15 minutes in? Yes. Did I sit there and think, man? Should I call in? Should I like put on some clothes and go get jump jump jump, jump on the show? Now I'm uncomfortable no, that I'm you good. were watching me naked. <laughs> oh, yeah. I watch every person naked in my bed. Oh, every night. I have free ball. Hey, hey, hey! I'm comfortable in my own skin. We're not. We're not comfortable with you and your own. Oh, the next time you guys do a show without me, you're gonna think about it. I just got the vision. I just got. You know what I got? The vision of of that movie, Baby Boy. Oh, Damn, when, when Larry. He Larry, Larry Lewis. Oh. Hey, he's Larry trying to get Lewis that studio. Said, he sent us a hundred bucks and said, "Well, start the fund." <laughs> let's go. Oh, let's right. go, Larry. Larry. We'll name it the Larry, uh, the Larry, Larry Lewis Studio. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Larry, if you hit me up on Twitter in my DMs, uh, and if not there, you can hit me up on Instagram in my DMs. I'm gonna hook you up with something. Thank That's you, Larry. Dope. It's feet pick. Appreciate right. you, Larry. <laughs> Couple more super chats it's a picture here. Of me in bed watching <laughs> Alfredo sent us one, and they said. Beanie Lindsay over headband book. Thank yes. you. Appreciate you. Agree. Uh, Enslow sent us one. They said, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it must be a Phoenix Suns two game win streak. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Thanks, Enslow. <laughs> uh, Michael sent us one. Thank you, Michael. They said, I'm glad the Suns were frustrated. Sometimes that's what teams need to get it together. Love seeing Katie Beal book. Share point guard duties. Couldn't agree more. Maybe percent. All right. We have one from James as well. Thank you, James. They said, we need to boot out all these non-basketball participants from the chat. (laughs) Feel solid. Great spacing. Espo, suck it, Ontario. Gets me every time. (laughs) I like like that, James. That's that's what I'm talking. And don't kick anybody out. But I like what you're saying. Listen, like, like, so AJ got kicked out earlier, but he came back. And and I, and you I, got put in timeout. Yeah, you got put in timeout. And I told Eric out. the next time he came back, I said, who cares? Like, just let him be. Like, I don't care that he thinks that I'm not a real Suns fan, even though I've been around for 44 fucking years following this team. <laughs> I don't care. And he loves Flex. And Flex and I love each other. Yeah. It's all good. Like, I don't understand, like, why we got to try to pit people against each other or call people fake fans or whatever like that. You might be new to the show. We've been doing this for two and a half years. Like, we this isn't something new. like yeah. siblings. Like, it's just it's just been what Sometimes. it is. So. It's all family here, man. Is, man. This this is big family, and and ain't no fake sons. And y'all yet. are part of it too, yeah. which I, is why sometimes we bicker with you too. Yeah, I, I have I have a question for you, Lindsay. Yeah, is there a traffic cone under that beanie? Why? Because it's so high. <laughs> oh it's got a very, it's got a pretty big point. You know it's orange. Yeah. It's because it hasn't fully stretched out. I just got it. AJ just so asked me where was Saul raised. I was born and raised in Arizona, buddy. That was it. Same Grew up in Tempe, lived in Prescott, lived in Cortez Junction, Arizona, lived in Mayor, 
Lived in fucking Whitman, Arizona by Wickenburg. <laughs> That's I like mean, the I worst tour of Arizona. I, 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 I've been hell. around the fucking state, man. I lived in Tucson. I've lived everywhere. Like, so, like, I know my shit. <laughs> you're like, you're like, I lived in this shitty part of Arizona <laughs> and that shitty part yes. of Arizona and that shitty part of Arizona. It was awful. Thug life, my baby. first game was in 1988. And Eddie Johnson was playing in that game, and now I had to get to do a fucking show with him every single fucking Ain't that week. Some? It's pretty dope. He was my first poster okay. uh, from Veterans Memorial Coliseum. I wanted right. a KJ poster, but my dad made me get an EJ can, poster, and we fast forward, and here we and are. Can I tell, hold, fact, on. hold on. Go the ahead. fun fact, Eddie wears the same short shorts that he wore on court during the uh, outside shot. <laughs> <All right. laughs> So I got a, I got a fun fact that I want you to confirm with him that he told me, but okay. I've still got to confirm it. My first ever basketball game, which made me a Suns fan, was in, uh, I believe, 87 to 88, Brandon Byrne Arena versus the Nets. And I was talking to EJ about that. And he goes, you know some Flex? That's the day I got traded. Oh. So my first game, which made me a Suns fan, was apparently the day EJ got traded in the game. At wow. the arena. Wow. So yeah, but yeah, we got we have a similar story. I mean, that was what made me a Suns fan. And uh yeah, same thing, eighty eight, right? Yeah, listen, said, man. So, yeah. Like, you know, one of the cool things about about <clears throat> being a Suns fan, especially like I didn't appreciate it as much here because you know, growing up here, you know, the games are here, you're local, you know what times they're gonna be on. But joining the military and doing that shit oh, and being yeah. over in Florida or really in when I was Germany, in San Antonio, <laughs> I was in San Antonio. And I would get off, you know, I, I had to wake up at three o'clock in the morning to to go be my, you know, do my boot camp stuff. And then I get home at like 10 o'clock at night and the suns would tip off at 11. Yeah. I would literally have to stand up so I wouldn't fall asleep so oh, I could watch no. these fucking games. <laughs> that Raja Bell corner three, I still remember hitting my, my head on this little drop down part <laughs> of the roof. Uh, because I was so excited. Playoffs, and I was like, Clippers? And then I told myself, I don't know if I can go to sleep because I might have a fucking concussion. <laughs> so, like, don't question my fucking son's family. Was that okay? Clippers? Yeah, Clippers, Clippers playoffs? Yeah. 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 Oh, Bell in the corner three, man. Oh, I, love, I love, hello. EJ b getting traded made you a son's fan. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, I got to tell you, the day you got traded, <laughs> I, I was a son's fan. Yo, y'all make everything. You're right. They sound like that. But no, no, no. EJ didn't get traded, made me a son's fan. All I right. love EJ. Couple more super chats, then we're gonna say goodbye. We got one from Tracy, oh. Espo's wifey, and said, "By the way, chat, they got the W without the purple pants. Just saying." Tracy Facts. wants to retire the purple pants, but Tracy, I don't know if you're gonna be able to convince the chat on that one. <laughs> I don't know. Do I, do I bring him? Let's put a poll know. in. Do I bring him back Sunday? New Year's Eve to the purple pants no, come no, no. back. And then we also okay. got one from yeah. Gordon. Thank you. They said. Uh, this is starting to look like the offense we've all been waiting for. Go Suns. Hopefully, baby. Yep, Good things come to those who wait. We're getting there. We're getting we'll there. See. We're getting there. All right, guys. Well, thank you all for hanging out with us. Uh, see, we're good. It's all love. <laughs> AJ, sorry, we good, man. Sorry, we AJ, got, I love you, my G. got a little G. taste of Chelsea, the alter ego tonight. <laughs> when I'm sick, apparently it just comes out like it's nothing. I love it. I just, I, I, love I don't it. have any patience, apparently. Well, let's, but. Give, let's give a shout out to Shelton Too Cool, who says, long time listener, first time commenter. I feel great about the Suns going forward if they go five and one on the homestand okay. and are fully healthy. Let's I go, Sean. I like that. Sheldon. I, th I think we're going undefeated, baby. What's up? Thanks for commenting. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you all for being here and hanging out with us. It's been a lot more fun these last couple days, um, which I have missed and have desperately needed. So I'm glad that we all get to be here 
having a little bit more fun, enjoying our lives together. Uh, we will not have a show for you tomorrow, but we will have a show for you on Sunday, 30 minutes before tip off a pregame show. And then of course a post game show. So plan to come hang out with us on Sunday until then you can give the show a follow on Twitter at PHNX underscore Suns. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Flex at Flex from Jersey. And you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Oh, the pants ain't going anywhere. Ahoy, hoy! <laughs>